Hey, welcome to the Learning Little Lessons podcast. I'm Trudy Shar, and this is where we chat about the little lessons God is teaching us to fill up on Him so that we can pour out to those around us, all while pointing it back to Jesus. I am glad you're here, and let's dig in. So I had a different episode planned to publish today, but This morning I got up and something was just so strong on my heart. So, here goes. Today I want to talk about disappointments. We all have disappointments. Whether it's coronavirus, whether it's life, whether it's relationships, whether it's marriage, whether it's just life. I mean, we have disappointments. So this is about disappointments. You know, with disappointments, I go one of two ways. One side of me wants to feel so sorry for myself. The other side of me is like, this is not a big deal. Just get over it. Especially when I look around and see what other people are dealing with. I think what I have is not a big deal. Just get over it. So quite honestly, I've been stuffing stuff. I've been putting it, just shoving it back inside and putting on the I'm okay face. But inside, I'm grumbling and I'm complaining and I'm feeling sorry for myself. And every time I stuff it, it eventually comes out. You know, one time I stuffed something for 13 years and I'm here to tell you it still comes out. Stuffing never works. Trying to ignore disappointment never works. This time around, for me, it all came out Easter Sunday. And I won't even tell you how fun that was. It was just fun. And I was sad. Sad that Satan stole what joy I did have for that day. You know, he's rotten. The next couple days I realized it's time for me to stop stuffing my disappointments and stop trying or pretending to be okay. Instead, I need to let myself grieve over these disappointments. Grieve so that I can move on. And usually I don't share things I've learned so quickly. I usually let let things heal a bit before I share it with anyone. Because um, I do not like sharing lessons that are very raw, but I wonder if this is something you need to know right now. Because, boy, I sure did. Grief is okay. Grief brings healing. We need to grieve instead of just stuffing all the stuff back inside us and pretending we're okay. So, the other day, I made a messy list of all my disappointments. It wasn't fancy, it wasn't in a journal, it was just on a scrap piece of paper. I just made a list. And I wonder, what's on your list? I know several people have trips they've had to cancel, a wedding they couldn't attend or had to virtually attend, senior year activities, sports, for us, sister share. Maybe there's stuff you're doing now because of this. Stuff that you never wanted to do. Like homeschool, when you never thought you ever wanted to. Working from home, when that's just 
not what you're used to. Maybe your husband's doing stuff like working at home and you never thought he'd be at home. You know, maybe it's stuff that you normally do, like self-care, <clears throat> like go sit with God and just spend time with your Bible at Starbucks or field trips canceled, plays canceled, churches canceled, funerals messed up. I mean, our list right now of disappointments is huge. I know mine is, and yours, I'm sure, is too. What are you doing with it? Are you stuffing it all inside? Or have you let yourself grieve a little? I have a dear friend who has gone through so much, and she still is going through so much, and she says sometimes she sets her timer for 10 minutes and just has a good cry. That's a perfect example of grieving and then moving on with life. And believe me, she could sit around and feel sorry for herself all day long, but she doesn't. She grieves and then she moves on. And she's, she's such a good example to me. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to grieve that things are not how any of us want them to be right now. It is okay to be sad. And I don't think I realized how much I had to grieve over till I made my little list on that scrap piece of paper. It helped to write it all down. Don't feel like you need to be strong or brave or anything. It is okay to be sad how it's going. It's okay to grieve. Telling God that, that list of disappointments, getting it all on paper, has finally given me permission to move on. It's finally made that complaining in my head stop. I can finally like move on and see good things. So pour yourself out, pour your struggles out, pour your disappointments out, your complaints out to him. It will bring healing for you. Left inside your brain, Satan just has the advantage. Left inside your brain, you can just play it over and over and over. And because it has no outlet, it doesn't go anywhere. Satan just keeps bringing it in your brain and you just keep thinking about it and thinking about it. You have to get it out. Do it. Don't do it to your family. Do it on a scrap piece of paper and do it to God. But get it out, okay? So that you can heal, you can grieve, you can move on. Right now we're going through a seven-week study on worship. And it's something I wrote back in January and I had no idea what March and April and May were going to look like. And today, our reading is about Job. You know, he lost a lot. A lot more than any of us ever have. Maybe a lot more than any of us ever will. <laughs> but, you know, maybe that's because none of us have sheep and oxen and fields and all that. But, but, but you, get, you get my point. He lost a lot. Yet, listen to what he did when he lost it all. This is in Job 1, 20. And I know you've heard this story a million times and you've probably heard this verse. But I want you to listen again really close. It says, at this, Job got up, tore his robe, and shaved his head. Then he fell 
to the ground in worship. Worship. He grieved first. He shaved his head. He tore his clothes. He grieved. All out grief. But he did not stay there. He worshiped. And I'm going to read a little bit what I wrote for today's study. Like I said, little did I know that this would be during COVID-19. And that it would be today, after my pity party was over, and I was ready to start seeing and hearing God again. So, this is in the in-depth study of worship, everyday worship. Does losing everything make you feel like you want to worship? I think not. I think of worshiping when everything is going well. You know, praise him on the mountaintops. Praise him when I can see the big picture. Praise him when the sun shines. But that is not the only time to worship. Friend, we need to worship when the storm clouds surround us, when everything has been taken from us, and when we don't understand why. And I'm like, really? I wrote that for today. This is like, God's probably up there kind of grinning and being like, he, 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 just wait till they open their Bible studies today. Just wait till they read the story today. They're, they're feeling bad for themselves. They don't understand. They don't know why the storm clouds are around us. And <laughs> sometimes God has a sense of humor, doesn't he? <laughs> Anyways, going back to the study, it says, it continues and it says, yesterday in church, someone mentioned a quote he had heard on the radio. I can't remember who he said quoted it, nor the exact wording, but it was something like this. The world needs to see how Christians respond to adversity. How do we respond? How do we respond to diagnosis, loss, disappointments? How do we respond to clear attacks to not try and knock us down? Do we get on our knees and worship? Do we give the control back to God, where it was all along? Do we praise him? Do we do this all without sin? Do we do this without charging God with wrongdoing? As verse 22 in Job says. Do we? You know, I could add to that list. Do we do this? How do we respond to COVID-19? How do we respond to being stuck in our homes? How do we respond to homeschooling our kids when we never wanted to? Things like that. So the study goes on to say, do we? Do we keep fighting the tests and trials? Guess what? Satan is still waging war to, uh, against us to this very day. I'm sure of it. But guess what? God wins the battle. We know he's the winner. The power inside of, is, inside of us is greater than that old devil. The power inside of us is how we are able to worship in times of great distress. Worship, my friend. Worship in the troubles. And sometimes I'm just like, wow, God, really? <laughs> you had me write that just for today. Just for today. So some of the questions in today's study were, um, the first question was, how did Job respond when his body was afflicted? So in Job 2, you know the story, Satan um, 
went to the Lord and said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, you know, you, you afflict his body. You give him this sickness, you give him boils, whatever. Then he'll, he'll, he'll curse you. He'll curse you to your face. And the Lord said, okay, his life, his, his body's in your hand, but spare his life. So Satan went and afflicted Job with sores from the soles of his feet all the way to his head. And this is how he responded. His wife came to him and said, are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. And he, this is verse 10 of chapter two. He replied, you are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? And in all this, Job did not sin in what he said. Can you imagine that? Shall we accept good and not trouble? So when's the last time, when's the last time you got something good from God? Uh, he provided a new house. He provided a way to buy a vehicle. He provided a way to pay off a debt. He gave you a job. When's the last time you've got something good from God? Hmm. What about trouble? When's the last time you've been through something troubling? Job says, shall we accept good from God and not trouble? So maybe I'm reading into this too much, but if we accept the good from God, like happy and pleased and, and worship him and thank him, I wonder if that's the same way we should accept trouble, accept trials. Hmm. The second question I had in the study today was, what is something you've been experiencing lately? Sorrow, loss, hard things, or closed doors? Write about it here. Again, pour your heart out to God. He hears. Yes. He hears. But even more than that, it brings Satan to light. Satan cannot have power over your mind when you bring this stuff to the light. Believe me, I did it this week and it brings healing. It brings healing. Then the last question for today is, have you praised God over these things that are hard? Then I put in the study, sigh. <laughs> Go do it, my friend. Go do it. Write a prayer of praise, a prayer of worship. Plead with him to show you how to worship in the midst of this great trial. Friend, give yourself some time to grieve. Set your timer for 10 minutes and have a good cry. Make a list of all your disappointments. Pour this out to God in prayer. But then get up and worship. Get up and worship. If you need reminders on how to worship through the everyday, grab a copy of this study. It's on Amazon. If you're local and um, I have a couple copies here, Amazon sometimes is not shipping out the non-essential stuff. So I don't know if Bible study is essential for Amazon or not, but if they're not shipping it to you, let me know. I have some copies here. I can ship them to you. Or for less than $5, you can sign up to be in the insiders group. 
at hellojesuscompany.com. So it's hellojesusco.com. And sign up for less than $5 for the month and you get a, a printable version of this study that you could just print off and you could have it within minutes. Um, another thing you can do is join me on Instagram. I'm doing 40 days, 40 ways to worship, to everyday worship. I'm sharing a verse that points to a way that we can worship in our everyday. And that's just, that's really my heart today. We need to worship. Even though the surroundings, the storm clouds are surrounding us, even though things have been taken away from us, even when we don't understand why, we need to worship. This episode has been produced in collaboration with Jersey Limited Media. The theme music is by Scott Holmes and has been adapted for use herein under Creative Commons license. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the Learning Little Lessons podcast so that you get updates weekly. Or visit my website at learninglittlelessons.com for freebies, newsletters, and encouraging blog posts.